Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. Happy Thanksgiving. Ooh. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Practice your, you don't have to buy anything. Mm-mm. I just go to Walmart just to push people around. <laughs> I was going to say, is this, this is like a mosh pitter's dream. I go purely for the contact sport. It's like the Super Bowl of contact sports. (laughs) (laughs) So like the regional side dishes that are really big. What are North Central and South Central? What are North Central and South Central? As the resident Oklahoman... um, I, th- I think we, br- we sort of briefly talked about this before, but I think it's probably mac and cheese, or I would even maybe venture to say, like, cranberry sauce. But I'll say mac and cheese. Although I know cranberry sauce is, a, is more of a true staple. But Oh, I have... Co- yeah, Coca-Cola and alligator. <laughs> I have one more guess for South Central. Uh, I'm going to say cornbread. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good nice. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, North. A little bit, not. I mean, I think of it more like like barbecue and stuff, but um, I don't know if my family does, although my family is originally from Pennsylvania, but I could see it. I mean, I th- I'm sure I've seen it before on a Thanksgiving, you know, platter. Yeah. I mean, we always had cornbread at Thanksgiving, but it was never a highlight by any means. It was just kind of like, hey, more shit to put out for the banquet, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Northeast is definitely the uh, turkey and clam chowder that is a staple at every Thanksgiving in Boston, (laughs) I'm sure. Chowder. Uh, So I'm from a state that likes to consider itself West, and I do consider it West. I'm from Colorado. Okay, yeah. And... um, And most Coloradans, I think, would be offended if they were ever considered anything but West. So, because they like to kind of be linked in with California and all that. Yeah. Um, But I think somehow I have a feeling it has to do something with like green chili something, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, Okay, green bean casserole. Mm. I was going to say green bean casserole. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Mat like <laughs> um, mashed, kind of like a kind of like a sweet potato side. I'm not we really just sure. Do a butternut or an acorn with its steam. We steam it. Put a little butter. Put a little brown sugar on top and call it good. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not surprised. I was gonna say quinoa really bowls, not. but yeah. I think my mom would kill over if I suggested making a meal with that salad. So, oh yeah, it it has to be there on the table. No, the whole right. point of Thanksgiving meal is you stuff yourself and then you sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, we'll definitely have the link in the show notes. Um, but in the meantime, we have a trivia episode to get to, and this is the very eighth episode ever, and we have four Ooh. awesome rounds of wonderful questions. Each round has a slightly different theme and style, which we'll explain uh, when we get there. And these three contestants will vie to earn all the points and all the gravy and 
all the turkey and mashed potatoes available. Uh, what so happens if, if I've already eaten it all? <laughs> you get to eat more. <laughs> and, yeah. and I didn't uh, eat salad. salad. I mean, well, it'll be there, but you, you just take a little bit. You take a little bit, and then you put the mashed potatoes and gravy like on top of it, and that's kind of how that works. There you go. But if you're all ready, we will start, as always, with general trivia. So, general trivia, round one, question number one. What U.S. capital's name means, quote, sheltered harbor in its native language and whose state starts with the same letter? What U.S. capital state means sheltered harbor in its native language and whose state starts with the same letter? I know the state, but I don't know the capital. <laughs> also, every, every question, every correct answer is worth two points this round. Ooh. As is normal. I mean, you could do reductive reasoning to figure out which... Which a litter of state capitals there are. I'm blanking, really. Mm -hmm. I don't know where anything is. Well, it's not Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, they have a naval base. It's true. <laughs> Honolulu is nice. correct. I just totally forgot about Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Hawaii. I couldn't think of what the capital was. Oh, my God. Yeah, Everyone always forgets about those two. No, I, I knew it was Hawaii because it's a native language and it's like, okay, what mm -hmm. water-based state, you know, has... Oh. Chicago? <laughs> Chicago's not the capital. It's not the capital, nor is it um, alliterative, but it is a Native American. It does drive from That's a Native true. American, yeah. Nice job. Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, question number two. At more than 2,200 feet of elevation shorter, Mount Kenya is the second highest mountain in Africa behind which mountain? Stu. Stu. Kilimanjaro. Mount Kilimanjaro. Nice job. Oh, thank you. And I knew... Yep, exactly. I knew that from <laughs> Africa. Yeah. Thank you, Toto. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Weird Al, because he's a part of that too now. Uh, Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. Yep. Nice. Awesome. All right. Question number three. In a standard game of darts, what is the maximum score that one dart thrown can achieve? If you were to throw one dart, what is the maximum number you can achieve? Stu? Stu. 25. Not 25. Ryan, the only reason I know anything about this question is because we did get a question wrong about this at Trivia a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I know, but it was different. It was like next to the highest number. What is this? It's called a full circle, and it all comes back to it. Uh, unfortunately, again, like every other time, I still don't know it. <laughs> I don't remember that question. I do remember one that was something about the like clockwise order of the dartboard. Um, that, that's what it was, like clockwise from the highest number. What is it? Right. Okay. Yeah. So, Rachel, do you have a guess? No. I still okay. don't know it, and I'm still getting it wrong. Uh, any other? One more chance for anyone else? Okay, so, yeah. So you guys, so you have, obviously, 1 through 20 around the, the, around the circle. 
you have the outer ring in the center, which is 25, the inner ring bullseye, which is 50, but bullseye actually isn't the most points you can get because those rings also have smaller rings inside of them. So that pizza pie shape of the 20 pointer is actually has a double and a triple. So the most points that one dart can throw is a triple 20 or 60 points. The more, you know, so you know, yeah. So you'll actually see if you watch competitive darts, which I don't know why you would or why you're that bored at (laughs) two o'clock in the afternoon, (laughs) but they'll throw and they'll go for the, the upper, I believe I can't remember if it's the upper or the lower now ring inside of the, the upper. Yeah. Inside. Well, 20 is the, like the 12 o'clock position, but there's those two smaller ring slices. And so they'll throw them there because they're each worth 60. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's what I, that's what I think. I, I don't remember that one hundred percent, but yeah, it's one of those little portioned. Yeah. 60 points. Yep. And zero points to all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question number four. Of the seven wonders of the ancient world, which three modern-day countries are tied with having the most wonders at two each? Uh, Um, I'll give you probably one point for each one you can get. Rachel. Uh, I think Rachel got there first. Greece. Greece. Egypt. Egypt. And I'm going to take a wild one out here because I know where they are. I'm not sure where the natural borders are now. Is it Iraq? Uh, it is not Iraq. Iraq does have the seventh one, and that's the Gardens of Babylon. Yeah, I'm not sure where. There, there's one out there, and I'm not sure where, yeah. which, uh, if it was in with the Gardens of Battle, Babylon or not. Stu, do you have a guess on the, the third one? United States? Uh, not the United States, of the ancient world. Oh, ancient world. Oh, duh. You can name <laughs> most of the wonders. Does that count? <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, three modern-day countries are tied with each having two. And like you said, Iraq has one. Uh, Modern-day Iraq has the Gardens of Babylon. There's Greece, there's Egypt, and there is Turkey. Oh, Turkey. Because they have... So Greece had the um, <laughs> the Statue of Zeus and the, the, Colossus, at, the Ca- Colossus at Rhodes. And um, Egypt has the, t- the pyramid, and then there was the yep. lighthouse. And then yep. Turkey had... Um, the Temple of Athena, and then Iraq, of course, has the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Oh, that's debatable whether or not it ever existed. And what was the other one in Turkey? You're pulling a fast one on me here. Oh come on! <laughs> You're supposed to know. Uh huh. I, I the only one I, I name checked was the garden, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon in Iraq. So there's the Great Pyramids of Giza, like you said, the Hanging Gardens, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, uh, the Temple of Artemis. Uh, the Malaz- the m- mausoleum, yeah, at Halicarnassus. That, that Colise- must be the that must yeah, be the Turkey one. I think that's it. Because the, the, the Colossus of Rhodes is is in Greece. Yeah, Colossus of Rhodes, and then the Lighthouse of Alexandria. Yeah, so it's the mausoleum of yeah. Carnassus. I thought that one was in Greece. There you go. Anyways, two points to Rachel for getting two of those answers correct. Question number five. What is the name of the tall, furry, funny-looking hat notably worn by British guards, whose name is also the namesake of its pelt where the materials are made from? 
What is the name for the tall, furry, funny, uh, obviously iconic looking hat worn by British guards? Just putting it out there because this is how they look. Is it a bear? Yes. I think I'll give that to you. It's oh, bear, really? It's oh, really? bear skin. Oh, really? <laughs> it is a bear skin hat and it comes it, it from looks, the pelt of a bear skin. Yeah. That looks, the, the black would, fur looks like the black bears I saw and I see in Colorado. Wow. I would not have gotten that yeah. at all. <laughs> I think they used to be native in, I think, in Europe. Yeah, I think some of the origins come from outside of England and I think even outside of Europe, if I remember right when I was researching. But and there are some, it's not just British guards who wear these hats. Uh, there are other countries that have soldiers oh. and guards, um, whether, you know, active or more. Um, I don't remember what you call them, where the, the British guards are more ceremonial than they are like active, but right. uh, they do have a place. Bearskin hats. Question number six, the last question of the round. It is 810 point-to-point miles from Chicago to the town of Keystone, which is home to the National Park for what famous attraction? Stu. Stu. Uh, Old Faithful. Uh, Not Old Faithful, but that's a good guess. 810 point-to-point miles. So if you're literally as the crow flies to lay down. Wait, wait, to, wait to use that line. Yeah, right. Not just drive. It is more if you're to drive, but. It's the Keystone Ski Resort. There's a little town of Keystone where there's a ski resort. Does that count? The famous Keystone attraction. The skiing hey. attraction. It's a thing. The Keystone Ski Stone. And the miles would kind of work. Uh, no, it is not skiing. Uh, it is not the pipeline. Uh, I'll give you a slight clue, and then I'll give you guys another option to guess. Um, this town is within the Dakotas. <laughs> I don't think that's a mountain. <laughs> if, he, if he can't get it, I'm stealing it. I'm going to put you on a five-second timer. <laughs> Uh, it is Ryan, not, this gets it to is, be the intro the next time. It is not the White House, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone else? Yeah, Stu. Stu. It's Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the stone with the presidents? That sounds pretty be. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a bunch of presidents carved into the stone. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, if Alex Trebek isn't going to give you that, <laughs> I'm going to give two points to Stu because I've. Two points? It, oh, shit. If Alex Trebek wouldn't give you points for that, uh, I'm not either. I'm both the judge and the jury as host. He's, he's both <laughs> the judge and the Trebek. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, boy, that was a good conclusion of the round. <laughs> All right, round number two. This is our themed round, and uh, this one will be this one will be pretty interesting. But uh, I'm excited for it, and it is countries in their own language. Ooh. So I have an example. So basically, I'm going to give you the name of a country in its native language. Uh, if you can guess it there, you will get two points. Uh, I will also have, 
Uh, I also have some clues and some facts about said country that I can give you uh, as we go down the line. And those will, uh, if I have to get to those, it'll be worth one point. So, for example, this one will be fairly obvious, but if I said Deutschland and you didn't, yes, and you didn't already know it was Germany, uh, I might say one of the most densely populated countries in Europe. I still think it's France. (laughs) (laughs) Or its capital, this is another one I actually excluded, but its capital city is nine times larger than that of France's. You still think it's France? It's Eastern France. It's still France. (laughs) (laughs) Or its highway system, the Autobahn, is famous for its large stretches with no speed limit. You would come to France. (laughs) Still France. (laughs) You would come to Germany. All right. So the best part of this will be me trying to pronounce these names. But question number one, I will also spell it out for you, is Sakartveo, which is S A K S A sorry S A K apostrophe A-R-T apostrophe V-E-L-O Sacrevelo I'm assuming nobody has much of a guess right now. I'm guessing that silence is uh, telling. (laughs) All right. This Eurasian country has its own native language and is considered the original birthplace of wine. This country has been producing wine for over 8,000 years. Rachel? Rachel. Is it Romania? Uh, It is not Romania. Uh, second bit um, the country's five cross flag bears one large red cross representing the cross of St. George with four smaller red crosses in each quadrant oh 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 that's the final clue I, I know what the, oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think um I know which region we need to be in but you're not going <laughs> to let me just guess and guess is it Belarus uh, it is not Belarus. That's a fine guess, too. And I uh, know all the countries in that region, <laughs> so I could just guess and guess. This, is our, this may arguably be the toughest question of the round. But oh, that's good. You have, yeah. <laughs> uh, the country's five crosses on the flag with the one large red cross representing the cross of St. George should be your best giveaway that it is Georgia, the country. Oh, of course. Oh. Of course it should Sacart Velo. Uh, question number two. It, uh, it is a native language to Georgia, and it's actually a clue that I left out that this native... Georgia is one of, I believe, 14 countries that has its own purely unique language that actually includes its own unique alphabet, Oh, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know the details of that, but yeah, things I found pondering. Uh, question number two, Nippon. Japan. Japan. Oh, God damn, yeah. Japan. Uh, yep, has the third largest, has the third longest life expectancy in the world, uh, living mm-hmm. on average four years longer than Americans. And then its name literally meaning the sun's origin uh, in the nomenclature that comes from its imperial correspondence with the Chinese Sui dynasty and refers to its eastern position relative to China. That would be Japan. Which I think if you take the kanji, if I remember correctly, because I took a year of Japanese in college, I think (laughs) the two symbols are literally sun and book together, or book and sun together, if I recall correctly, but it's been a while. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Question. uh, Two points to Rachel for that one. Question number three. 
is Masser. Oh, I, I know this. I've heard this before, and it's not going to come to me, so please continue. Uh, <laughs> you're not the only one playing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. All right. Over 90% of the people living in this country live within close vicinity to its river region. And this country is one of the largest desert climates in the world, uh, only receiving on average one inch of rain per year. Stew? Stew. Egypt? It is Egypt. Sweet! Yeah. (laughs) Masir, I believe is Arabic for essentially the land, if I... Okay. If I remember reading that correctly. And yeah, over 90% of the population living within the Nile region. Pretty interesting stuff. Nice job. Question number four is Allardun or Allardin. A-L dash apostrophe U-R-D-U-N. A-L. Stew. Yes. Stew. No, no, that's not right. Uh, Scandinavia? Uh, Not Scandinavia. So A-L dash apostrophe U-R-D-U-N. Um, can I make an out there guess? Yeah. Is it Kazakhstan? Uh, not Kazakhstan. Uh, this country's capital was once named Philadelphia after Ptolemy Philadelphus, if I'm it's saying that Ptolemy. right. Ptolemy. Ptolemy. Ptolemy, and is it Macedonia? Uh, it is not Macedonia. I know which region uh, we're in now, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is around 250 BC who rebuilt the city during his reign before being taken over by Herod around 30 BC. Okay. Uh, And number two, or clue number two is, one of the only two Arab nations to have made peace with Israel being the other border of the Dead Sea. Rachel again, if I'm allowed to? I'm I'm not going to know this at all. All right. One of the only two Arab nations to have made peace with Israel and is the other border of the Dead Sea. Jordan? It is Jordan. Nice job. <laughs> if it wasn't Jordan, like, I, I, was, I was going blank on all the other names of the countries in the area anyway. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah. And that first clue is one that was, uh, hopefully the names, like you said, kind of point you towards the region, but I thought originally named Philadelphia was just kind of insane. So it was well, worth I throwing think- in there. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, born and raised. Just raised. So, fun <laughs> On the Dead Sea, where I spent most of my days. <laughs> I watch a ridiculous amount of documentaries, and then I will Wikipedia the the things in the documentaries because I get curious. And I ran into uh, Ptolemy Philadelphus. Nice. And I showed it to Ryan a few days ago, and I said, hey, Ryan, look where Philadelphia came from. <laughs> if Ryan remembers. Hmm. Vaguely. <laughs> That's why, right. I, that's why I knew the name. And I actually hadn't seen it before that a few days mm-hmm. ago. So, Question number five. Cernagora, that is C-R-N-A space G-O-R-A. Cernagora. Uh, having declared its independence from Serbia in 2006, this country is one of the newest independent nations in the world. Oh, oh, um, this is... Um, mm, mm. I, I, I do know the name and it's on the tip of my tongue. This is this is gonna get me really upset that I can't get this because I had this in my senior research paper. I'll go to the next one. 
Uh, this country's name is derived from the meaning of, quote, Black Mountain, from the dark forest that cover much of the land that dates back to the Middle Ages. I'm not going to know it. Geography is like one of my worst <laughs> subjects. Ryan, can I ask a question? Sure. I hope if you if you found this, is this the country that the U.S. and the U.N. did a bombing campaign on? I you really think I have any idea? <laughs> it was it, it was a really big deal. Oh, oh, can I guess? Yes, I got it. I got it. Is it Kosovo? Uh, it is not Kosovo. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, declared its independence from Serbia in 2006. Like I said, it's one of the newest independent nations in the world as well as uh, South Sudan. And there is one more, and I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but if you were to work through the name Black Mountain, uh, you would come up with its more English well-known name of Montenegro. Oh, I didn't know Montenegro oh. was that new. Yeah. That, yep, that makes way more sense. Yeah. All right. Question number six, last question of the round. Suomi. Oh, Stu. Stu. Uh, Sweden. Uh, not Sweden. Oh, wait, Rachel. Fog. Rachel. Finland. It is Finland. Finland. Dude, <laughs> it's because of the freaking. No, it's because of the websites that we work on with the translation function. It oh, has, my gosh. It's the two languages that are on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suomi, yeah. which is S U O I, or sorry, S U O M I. Um, the clues would have been affectionately referred to, I think this one's kind of cool, affectionately referred to as the land of a thousand lakes is not nearly enough as the country is home to over 180,000 lakes within its territory. Wow. I don't know how that works, but pretty insane. Uh, and then the second one should be a little more easier or a little easier. Uh, often ranked the number one happiest country to live in, uh, credited to universal and free healthcare, education, right to roam laws, and one of the earliest countries to give all women the right to vote. Woo! Sounds like yeah. a pretty nice place to be. Hell yes. All right. That's the end of round number two. Nice job, everyone. Uh, you guys went into a, like a Freaky Friday situation. You went into geography. I, I love yeah, knowing yeah. countries and their native languages. I think it's really cool because they generally have like a super historical meaning like the Japan one with correspondence mm -hmm. with China like right. or like um, the France is for um, the Franks, which were a Germanic tribe. And it just hmm. kind of morphed. Yeah. It, it's really cool. Yeah. That's the nice thing about the themed round is that you get to really go outside of kind of the core competencies a little bit, which is fun. Right. All right. Round number three this is our specialty round. Uh, this one I'm pretty excited about. This one is uh, much like our Disney after dark section. We now have superheroes after dark where oh, I go to IMDB and look up their parental guide controls where their user submitted uh, user submitted scripts about violence in movies, sex and nudity, uh, any of the anything that uh, an astounded parent might want to write on a internet board. Uh, I take some of those clues. Uh, I turn them into questions. You have to guess the movie, not necessarily the character, but the movie. Uh, I'll probably give you points if you know either one. But uh, the goal is the superhero movie where this. Uh, template tag would have come from. So, 
as a template example, if I were to say character has an upside down kiss with superhero, right? Spider. Spider-Man. I mean, you would say Spider Man. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think the first one. one? Um, none of these should be should have sequel issues. Okay. Cool. But that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, question number one. Uh, two po- like I said, two points for the right answer. Uh, question number one. Character made entirely out of CGI is shown nude a few times. His butt and genitals, which are very hard to make out with the glowing ultraviolet color Watchmen, oh. uh, can be seen if you look hard enough. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> that would be Dr. Manhattan yep, from Watchmen. I feel like some people would want to say it's heady. I think it just doesn't have a story through line, but... All right, question number two. A character later makes a statement about how he was a, quote, intellectual dweeb who is smooching up a storm with a woman. What? This one may be a little harder. (laughs) Also, the smooching up a storm may help you put it in the right age bracket to think about. Right. A character later makes a statement about how he was, quote, an intellectual dweeb who is smooching up a storm with a woman. Feels like a Robin quote. Cool question. Yeah. Is this all superheroes or is this Marvel or DC? Uh, this would be all superheroes, certainly beyond just Marvel and DC. Okay. Uh, and I, I'll go ahead and give you the hint that this one is neither Marvel or DC. So you have to stretch, oh, stretch your brain a little bit on this one. Stretch your brain would also be a little bit of a clue given in. Oh, um, um, is it, um, um, no. What's his name? Oh. I don't, I don't know his name. It's Teapot Guy. <laughs> Teapot Guy. <laughs> from, um, from oh, the Marvel It is Lego not game. Fantastic Four. It is not, uh, Doc, uh, oh, jeez, Larry <laughs> did it to me. It is not Reed Richards, yes. Yeah. Okay. It is not. Uh, like I said, it is not Marvel or DC. You said stretching, so. Yeah, that's true. So, fun fact, in, in the Lego game, he can transform <laughs> into a teapot. So. I think what you need is something closer into, I believe, the DreamWorks animation. Uh, this oh, is... Oh, is it? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. We're in DreamWorks, right? We're in DreamWorks. I it think. It seems like it, it's something from The Incredibles. Uh, it is not the Incredibles. That, that's Pixar. Uh, it, this, is the, this is the red herring throw of the round. Uh, this is Will Ferrell's Megamind. Oh. I've never seen that. Yeah. It goes back to a... I've seen I, it once. Well, not a flashback, but he's like his human person, and then he kind of gives this quote as he turns back into his giant-brained Megamind character. Gotcha. Throwing out, a, a, like I said, a bit of a red herring one, seeing a, you know, keeping you guys on your toes. Question number three. In a car chase, deputy figures fire automatic weapons with plastic lasers at the male figure. He is struck. The outcome is shown later. I'm placing emphasis on a few words here, but in a car chase, deputy figures fire automatic weapons with plastic lasers at the male figure. Uh, he is struck, and the outcome is later shown. Uh, I'm lost. All right. Uh, not Toy Story. 
This is like but, a Schrodinger's cat of answers. No. Toy Story gets you a little closer than you would think, but... Is it The Incredibles? Uh, not The Incredibles. Uh, in a car chase, deputy figures fire automatic weapons with plastic lasers at the male figure. He is struck. The outcome is shown later. There are DC characters in this movie, although it is not of the DC universe. Uh, I'll give you that. I would say it's the Lego movie. <laughs> there is. Uh, yeah, I, I'll give you either of those. Yeah. Nice. So definitely playing on the words there. I was trying to see if I could lead a little more to like destruction or head cut off, but it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Deputy figures fire automatic weapons with plastic lasers. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the little lasers they have for the toys. So like it, it's a laser, but it's a plastic piece. It's the visual. Or I think like it's a plastic piece that just comes out. It's more the visual like, that it is a Lego automatic weapon, and that has a plastic laser on the end. That's what I was thinking. Laser sharks with freaking lasers. <laughs> All right, question number four. There is one scene with character confronting his father about his parentage, discovering that he is adopted and part frost giant may be upsetting. <laughs> This is Thor. I just, this was probably maybe my favorite one because it's uh, confronting his father about his parentage, discovering that he is adopted and part frost giant may be upsetting, particularly to children who are also adopted or are stepchildren. <laughs> or part frost giant. <laughs> or are part frost giant. <laughs> Could be a wolf right. like Loki. <laughs> All right. Question number five. Villain shoots gun, which ricochets off hero and hits his own face, which leads him to fall off banister and then hangs off ledge before falling into a vat of an acid chemical. This would be Batman. This would specifically be the Joker who. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't ever remember that scene. This is the 1989 Val Kilmer Batman. That would explain it. Okay. Yeah. This one was uh, just Batman. All right. Question number six. Final question of the round. Uh, one of Hero's ways of attacking is by slinging smaller pairs of underwear at his enemies. Oh, pick me. Uh, I think Rachel got there first. Is it Captain Underpants? That would be Captain Underpants. Okay. The formidable My brother superhero. Had all of the books. <laughs> nice job. All, all I know is my brother had them. I definitely remember reading them during like reading time in elementary school. Um, I know they were popular. I just never, never did it. Yeah. All right. That is the end of round number three. Question or round number four. Get your pens and paper ready because this is a lightning round. Yeah, yeah. Am I cheating if I'm using the same paper I used the last time we had a lightning round? <laughs> uh, no. I. <laughs> I like our I like our user made ones. <laughs> oh, all right, lightning round. Uh, this is a round where I give you a seemingly simple question, which you could probably solve by yourself with about sixty seconds. I'm going to give you about five. Uh, we're going to go by honor system here. Jot down your answer as soon as you can. Uh, about five seconds later, we're going to rattle them off. Whoever is closest to uh, gets two points. If you get it exactly, I will give you a bonus third point. So pen's ready. Question number one. 
If how many standard six-sided die would you need to roll all at once and have a chance of rolling a hundred total dots? So how many dice do you need in your hand as you roll them to chance getting a hundred total dots? Just a chance or average? Uh, just a chance. I'll say just how, what is the least, sorry, I should have written this question better. What is the least amount of dice you need to roll all at once okay. and have a chance of rolling a hundred total dots? Uh, okay. five, four, three, two, one, 17, uh, Rachel. So I, I definitely went the route of what if I rolled all ones? <laughs> so I sent one a hundred. <laughs> That'll get you there. Uh, Stu. <laughs> 17 17 all right some people did their math uh it would yeah yeah, yeah 16.66 yeah. to be precise but 17 dice right you right. guys don't know one of the running jokes in law school is we're there because we can't do math that's one <laughs> of the jokes all right. and for me it's true <laughs> that's okay all right question number two According to the Census Bureau, 7 billion people were recorded in October of 2011. In what year was the world's population half of that with 3.5 billion? 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, Stu? 1975. Uh, Rachel? 1931. Way outside the bracket again. Uh, This is going to go to Stu. And it was in... 1968 that it crossed 3.5 billion uh, accounted for people. Wow. So two points to stew. Sweet. Question number three. To the nearest mile, how many total miles are swam, biked, and ran in order to complete an Ironman triathlon? Five, four, three, two, one, 26. Stu? Wait. In total, right? Swam, like biked, and ran total. Yeah, okay, so uh, it's 78. Uh, Rachel? 136. Okay. Uh, either way, Rachel was definitely far closer uh, with 140.62 or 140 total. What was, the, what was the swimming one? That was the one I was so, off. I knew the biking and the running. Yeah, so it is 2.4 miles swam, 112 miles biked, and then a wow. full marathon, which is 26.22 miles ran. Okay, wow. so I, I got that a little botched because I did the... And I knew it was over 100 miles bike, so I did a 10 miles swam and 100 bike. Mm-hmm. That's our math wrong. So Nice. Nice job. So two points to Rachel there. Question number four. In the first Hunger Games book... How many tributes die in the 74th games? How many tributes die in the Rachel? 74th game? Or- oh, wait. This is this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That's, that's what I was this thinking, too. <laughs> I know. The- uh, Stu. 24. Rachel. 20. I said 22, but I realize I was wrong now. Do you know? Pretty if, sure. If I recall, two people from each of the 12 uh, districts went. Oh, there's 12 districts. I thought there were Fuck. 13. There were 13. I, that's what I was thinking. Oh, man. No, I, thought, I thought Stu was exist. right and there were 13. Hold on. I'm doing it. Yeah, you're right. You're right now. You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> Who's right? Ryan's right. It's Ryan, Rachel. you have it. Uh, you, you, now I'm second guessing. 
in, in the lore of the book, the 13th, the 13th district has been destroyed. That's where we're ah, okay. Right. Okay. That's where that came from. That's right. Oh and Katniss lives in the final one, which is district 12. Okay. Thank you. Right. <laughs> you so does PETA. You scared me for a second. So and so does PETA. And they are the two that live. So that would be a 24 minus two is 22, which Rachel got exactly right. Yeah, my I, wife's I gonna be so panic. ashamed. I, I did panic when when Stu said his, and I was like, "Oh no, Boy, oh you, no!" You scared me there for a second. I forgot. I was like, I did the math here. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. All right, so three points to Rachel there. Uh, yeah. Question number five: In feet and inches, how tall was the tallest person in recorded history? Tallest person in recorded history. Okay, uh, Stu. In recorded history, man. No, it's like 10 feet, 8 inches. Okay, uh, Rachel? 8 feet, 11 inches. Do you know that? We've had it in trivia. Oh. Not that I remember. Uh, yes, we have. Rachel got it. Was, it. It was a bonus question. Rachel, <laughs> uh, Rachel got it right. It's 8 feet, 11 inches exact. It was a it was a bonus question. It was one of the numbers bonus questions because the next one what was, was the shor- what was the shortest one. I'm glad. And the answer. I'm glad you remember that. I don't know the answer for the shortest one. <laughs> I do remember we 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 went back and forth on the tallest one for a long time. Interesting. Okay, I I don't recall that, but it was Robert Pershing Wadlow, who is wasn't he eight, in Illinois? I actually think he was. I don't have that jotted down, but I think you might be right. Uh, I'm, yeah, eight feet eleven inches. Well, nice job. Three points to Rachel yeah. there. <laughs> They actually have a chair that he used to, like a custom chair that he had made for him, like on display in a museum. Oh. And it's freaking massive. It's just this <laughs> giant rocking chair. Oh my God. That's funny. Yeah, that's, I remember seeing that. All right. Question number six. Final question of the game. In miles per hour, what is the fastest ever recorded baseball pitch? Sports ball. What, in miles no. per hour, what is the fastest ever recorded baseball pitch? Stu. 146. Rachel? 114. 114. Jeez. Uh, Rachel is actually closest. And what the what? It's, no, surely there's... No, th- this is actually... I could go on for a while. This is really interesting. Uh, you will routinely... I would say... I think I was looking at the stats. And over a thousand times in a season, over the last few seasons, you will see pitchers get over 100 miles an hour. Uh, but the fastest recorded ever is only 105.1. So really? you get to near the? theoretical limits as to how far, how fast you can throw a baseball because of just velocity metrics. And what I was reading was really, really interesting in that, like, obviously you're fairly familiar with like Tommy John surgery, which is that elbow ligament issue, which almost, I think they said more than 30 percent of all pitchers have had like Tommy John surgery at some point in their life. Uh, I was looking at it. They were saying to throw a ball a hundred miles an hour is the equivalent of putting over 60 pounds of pressure on your elbow. Like it's the equivalent of trying to throw a 60 pound bowling ball, (laughs) which is absurd. And yeah, from what I was reading, like it is as of right now, like you see in the Olympics almost every year, uh, runners get faster, swimmers get faster, but there's a lot of reason to believe that uh, baseballs almost can't be thrown faster than that. 
So the only thing that they said was maybe there were metrics, but they were before recorded. They really had the technology to record that fast, which I thought was strange that they said maybe back in the 20s, it was possible that a certain pitcher could have thrown further, but they didn't have the capability of recording it over like 90 or 100 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. So the fastest ever is less than 10 years ago, and it's 105.1. Uh, which is insane to see that like it is not uncommon to see 99 100 plus mile an hour fastballs right uh but anywho uh that is two points to rachel who uh absolutely crushed this round <laughs> yeah. I, okay okay th- to, to be honest on that last one it was like a i'm guessing this and then i heard your guys's answers and i was like this is this is just gone <laughs> for me this is just see- <laughs> I knew it was over 100 easy, but, like, I could have sworn it was, like, I could have sworn that, like, oh, you see good pitchers at, like, 115, not, like, 100. Yeah. Like, just over 100. And so I was, like, oh, well, like, the fastest ever has got to be, like, well over that, right? Like, some crazy number yeah. over that. So. My gut would have maybe said 120, but definitely not as low as that actually is. Right. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be even worse after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Anyways, that is the end of the game, and Rachel running away with it with 22 points. Oh, um, my I think God. that's the highest scoring well, game we've ever had. <laughs> Overall. Here's to remembering actual <laughs> random trivia things that we did well on. <laughs> I can't wait till like, we get to episode 100 and we just do a retrospective like one, and it'd be like, what is the highest recorded total ever in this game of things that got wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, nice job, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, if you are interested in learning more, you can go to the website thingsigotwrong.com. And if you have trivia topics, ideas of your own, you can email them to us at thingsigotwrong at gmail.com. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs>